This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson. What is happening? Welcome back to a Tuesday tune-up with the Ryersons. I am J.M. Ryerson, and to my left is Lisa. That's Lisa Ryerson, for those of you that don't know. (laughs) So this is going to be a fun one, and here's why. Because this might be one of the most challenging ones. When you're dealing with human beings that you don't necessarily love. And so the title that we're talking about uh, is Three Keys to Get Along with Others. Yep, even that neighbor. And the reason I put that in there is because I'm thinking very clearly of a neighbor that I did not get along with and really, really struggled with and made mistakes. And it made for a very uncomfortable living environment. Yes, it did. <laughs> and so, look, these are mistakes that we make and you want to get better. And so that's that's what I, I write about this stuff is, you know, how could I have performed better in this situation? And so I thought of this guy named Rick the entire time I was writing. And I'm like, how could I have done better in that situation? Was he just a shithead? Maybe. Maybe he was. But I guarantee I have to own my part of it, too, that I didn't, you know, give him grace. And I didn't. Maybe I pushed his buttons because we were so different. Mm -hmm. You're shaking your head. That's not great for radio. Is that true? Uh, That is very true. I agree (laughs) with you. (laughs) Um, So what the purpose of this is I want to talk about the people that maybe give us the hardest time. How can we find a way to find some common ground? I'm not even say like them, but at least get along with them. And the first one is literally assume positive intent. This goes a long way. And you actually, we've talked about this. One of the things you do while driving is you assume positive intent instead of negative. But this is something that we have to do frequently. And I constantly catch myself or you and go, well, what's their intent? Right. So what, when I say assume positive intent, what does that mean to you? Yeah. So I always look at it as they're going through hard times or, you know, the reason why people act a certain way or if they're acting negatively or mean or whatever, um, they're going through something. Right. And so a quote that has always stuck in my head has been hurt people, hurt people. Right. So if somebody is not in their best You know, they could be dealing with something that we don't even know about, right? They could be dealing with a death in the family. They could be dealing. I mean, we all have challenges in our lives. And if they're not acting a certain way, um, doesn't necessarily mean that they're a bad person. It just could mean they're having a really, really bad day, right? Or they're going through something very traumatic. And we, you know, who are we to judge what that's like? And so a lot of times if somebody's mean or, or lashing out or whatever, I would just go, gosh, they just really need a hug, (laughs) right? And I just feel bad for them because I know they have to be going through something, you know, or had a really bad morning to be acting the way that they are. Yeah, and we don't. That's uh, maybe the biggest key here is you don't know what they're going through. You Mm -hmm. don't know what their upbringing is. You don't know if, for instance, Rick may have looked at me and said, man, you remind me of that uncle that I really didn't like. Therefore, now I'm going to deflect and, and project onto you these things. I don't know these things. Right. And so when somebody does something, immediately we go to the ego and we think about how it's affecting us. And the truth is, 
there are very few people in this world that really have bad intent. I choose to believe that. I I think people by you know are good by nature. They want to be happy. They don't want to cause harm. I don't think there's people out there that woke up and they're like, "I'm going to suck today." <laughs> now, maybe there are, but I'm going to live in my naive little bubble and assume good intent. No matter what is said, and I think our world, I say the word grace a lot because through this pandemic, we've got to start giving ourselves the world, our neighbors, everyone around us some grace because mm-hmm. this is new times. People are scared. Fear is rampant right now. And so, you know, people are lashing out in ways towards groups. And if we could just assume good intent, yeah, yeah maybe they said something stupid. And you hear it all the time. People say things that you're like, ooh, but maybe they just didn't realize that they said it or that that was even something that could be deemed offensive. So, yeah, absolutely. There's um, there's something else that, you know, I was told years and years ago. I remember when um, Heather, who's a friend of mine, had told me this and she goes, if you can just nail this one thing, it would really help you in life. And she said, um, you know, people are doing the best that they can with the tools that they have. And I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, no, they're not (laughs) like, that's not possible. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? And as the years have gone by, I've really embraced that. And sometimes I forget that and I have to come back to it and go, yep, they're doing the best that they can with the tools that they have. And so once you kind of dissect that and go, okay, like they may not have had the same upbringing. I mean, nobody has the same upbringing, right? They have had different experiences through school or whatever it is, but they are doing the best that they can with the tools that they have. Yeah. And this will lead right into, so assuming we assume positive intent, uh, the next thing is to seek to understand. And Stephen Covey really is the one that brought this, in my opinion, to the forefront. And one of his quotes was, if I were to summarize in one sentence, the single most important principle I have learned in the field of interpersonal relations It would be this, seek first to understand, then to be understood. And this has been fun for me uh, since we've moved to Boca. So I've I've grown up with some friends that that are Jewish and and Judaism, but I don't know it as a whole. And I don't understand some of the the things that they, uh, what they celebrate. Mm -hmm. So what I seek to understand, because I want to know, why is it this way? Why do you celebrate this? And it, what's cool is it allows people uh, to really explain what it is. And you see this light kind of show mm-hmm. and, and they'll talk about, you know, how this was important to them growing up. So my point is, I don't have to say a word in most of these dinner conversations. Mm-hmm. I ask a question, tell me about this because I really do want to understand it. And so, so much of the East coast, I think knows this religion certainly better than I do. Mm-hmm. And the, obviously I'm generalizing, of course there's West coasters that know it as well. But I'm a West Coaster and I just didn't grow up around it a lot. Mm-hmm. So I am seeking to understand. And it has led to some really fun, fruitful conversations instead of just saying, oh, yeah, I know what that is. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm the dumb guy at the at the dinner conversations all the time. Like, what is that? And they're like, really? <laughs> I asked about Passover uh, the other day and it led to an hour and a half of the entire dinner conversation. The girls are over there laughing and we are into like a serious 
religious conversation, but it was so fascinating. So mm-hmm. uh, that was a lot of, of just, but that's been my experience recently. When I say seek to understand, how does that hit you? And how do you, because you're naturally inclined to ask a lot of questions. Yeah, I am truly fascinated by humans in general. And I think it was because I grew up in such a bubble, right? In my, our little town and just, I don't know. It, it's I grew up in a bubble. That's all I can say. Um, and as I grew older, I was like, oh my gosh, it is so cool. Like, I want to travel the world. And I didn't get to travel very much. You know, my parents both had their own businesses and they ran them themselves and they never left and we never traveled. And so for me, the world is so fascinating. And so when I meet people from a country I've never been to, I think that's the coolest thing, right? Or anybody. I mean, I'm always really fascinated about, you know, what their culture is, what their religion is, all these things. And it's so fun to meet new people and ask a bunch of questions. And so I think when you learn about people's cultures and you know, where they come from and whatever, you get to understand who they are as a human being. And I think that really helps in just connecting in general, right? Connecting with another human. Yeah. And again, I always think of, uh, gosh, I'm going to fail on his name right now. Uh, Carnegie, when he says, in order to be interesting, you must be interested. And that's what I've always thought of with that is don't act like you know it. If you don't ask questions, because it lets people be on stage. It lets them be the the hero of the story or certainly the narrator and telling you things. That makes people happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last one is don't label. Might be the hardest one of them all. <laughs> and I realize that we label, as human beings, we label things because it puts it into nice categories. And then you can put them over here in this box that, okay, he's a jerk or um, I don't know, she's beautiful or whatever we label and some are positive, some are negative, but it's one label and we do it all the time. Like for instance, Hey, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm John, the accountant. Well, John is more than an accountant. He probably surfs and fishes and has kids. He's from Tennessee. I'm creating this guy, John, that surfs from Tennessee. It's pretty interesting, but, um, <laughs> but my, you know, don't label How does this show up for you? Because I think this might be a challenging one. Yes, this is definitely one that I have to work on, continue to work on daily. Um, But while you were on the accountant story, what I thought about is we, if you think about all the accountants that we have, and so typically when you go accountant, you're like, okay, old, not old, but I don't know. Maybe that's where my label comes. It's like old, boring, just labeled. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing an example, right? And what's been really awesome is the last two accountants we have are awesome. Like they're not like that. I mean, our account right now, coolest dude ever played football in college, like just awesome. Like I never wanted to go with you to any of the tax appointments, right? We have these tax appointments every, I don't know, twice a year. And and you're like, come with me. I'm like, I really don't want to. They're so boring. And I love getting on the phone with work. Like I love, I mean, now we can't see him in person, but I used to go, you know, go hopping in into his office. And it was such a fun time because he made it fun. And so that's what I was getting to. Like when you label something or when I label something, you think, oh, this is going to be because he's an accountant. He's boring. Da, 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 da. No, they're not. Right. There's so much more than that. Well, human beings are complex. We evolve and we change. 
So to ever label somebody, and this is, by the way, we're going to slightly get off topic. I talk about this one a lot, but so often we label ourselves. I'm shy or I am uh, positive or I'm negative. Let's be clear. You are all of those things and you're none of those things. You are that in the moment. You get to choose to be positive or you get to choose to be negative. It's not like someone... God or whoever said, okay, Tom is going to be negative forever. That's just a choice that that maybe Tom has said, I'm going to be this way. Okay, cool, but you could choose not to be. And the reason I say this is because for ourselves, trying not to label ourselves is so important because, again, uh, you can evolve, you can change, you can be whatever you want to be. And people are always going to try and put you back in a box, including and most importantly, those closest to you, because they knew you as a kid, you were that way. And so now, 20 years later, you should still be that way, right? No, that's insane. But that's what happens so frequently. So try not to label people as being negative or positive. And and maybe that's the grace part is they were negative in that moment. That's okay. Maybe they're super awesome in the next moment, in the next 99 moments. But for that one moment, they weren't. Yeah, so that makes me go to, I have a question for you, actually, because it made me really think about this. So I've always said I have very long legs. Mm. And you and your mama laugh at me. Actually, the kids now laugh at me, too, because, yes, I am a short human, I don't think that's a label because I think that's a truth. Um, <laughs> I'm about 5'2 on a good day. But I have very long legs in proportion to my body. And so whenever I say that, you all laugh at me and then you label me and go, no, you don't have long legs. I don't like that. I'm just saying don't label me. I don't label you in terms of I, I'm just like, I don't believe you have long legs. <laughs> I do. You're five foot one and something. <laughs> I have long. By the way, she she told me she was five three when we started dating. Now Not like, true. Is true. <laughs> if you're wearing heels, I don't know. So let's just recap for a second. Three keys to get along with anybody really is assume positive intent, seek to understand, and not to label. These are not easy, but they are worthwhile if you can put it into play, and. If you have an accountability buddy, like I have with my family, they get to call you on it. And, you know, that's the challenge of putting this stuff out there and knowing that you can be better. You're going to screw up. I screw up all the time. I do. I, I label myself. I label others, but I try not to. I'm trying to be cognizant of it. So let's work on it because I think we, the whole world could get along that much better if we try these things. Uh, we're trying something different. How are you going to close this out today? How am I gonna clo- I'm going to close it out today. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you haven't had a chance yet, make sure you go to Amazon and pick up our newest book. It's uh, Let's Go Win, and it's our Champions Daily Playbook, because I think that will truly help. Um, I'm using it. We have the kids on it. Everyone around us is using it. Um, and it really just helps you on a daily basis to remind yourself to maybe do these things that you're talking about, right? To not label um to do all these great things. And so anyways, check it out. It's like 10 bucks, super worth it. And it's a 90 day playbook that can help you change your life. It's only 11 pages to read. So it's 
pretty simple. You guys, I promise you, you <laughs> won't be disappointed in, in it. So, all right, you guys, you guys continue transcending life. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us. That helps us build this community, and that is what we are all about. Building this community as big as we can, helping as many people as we can, and deliver as much value as possible. Be sure to head over to letsgowinpodcast.com for information on my coaching courses, and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Let's Go Win 365. Let's go win and transcend in life. This is the Let's Go Win Podcast with your host, J.M. Ryerson.